On this episode, we break down our top 10 non-speaking Disney movie characters. Today is April 15th, 2022. This is episode 452 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you'll get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And Rhonda, we are one week away from our Main Street 16 Challenge Weekend. Wow. And uh, one week from today, uh, we will have several teams participating in a scavenger hunt all across Disney property, Ooh. but outside of the parks. Uh, we have some awesome prizes. Um, we've got a 16-ride challenge on Saturday. There's trophies. There's medals. There might be some gift cards. There's... there's um, uh, hotel stay. There's all kinds of cool prizes wow. and stuff. Uh, you can learn more about it at MainStreet16.com. And we would not be able to do any of this, uh, first of all, without the wonderful people at Give Kids the World, mm-hmm. uh, especially our new friend Omar, who has been absolutely incredible in helping us put all this together. Uh, also, Give Kids the World has made some incredible donations from their vault that are now a part of an online auction leading all the way up to the challenge weekend. Uh, if you go to MainStreet16.com, right at the top, you're going to see an area where you can click on the uh, auction page. Um, there are Zoom calls up for auction mm-hmm. with Paige O'Hara, yeah. Jody Benson, Linda Larkin. Uh, there's some stuff autographed by- There's a couple by, things I might bet on. I know. I, I was thinking the same. There's stuff autographed by Tony Baxter, even David Danapore, the world famous, <laughs> uh, and Fly. There's an autographed photo from him. Uh, There's some Funko Pops. There is so much cool stuff out on this auction page. So if you have not already donated, even if you have, go ahead and look at the auction. And none of this, again, would be possible without Give Kids the World and Omar. But in addition, it would not be possible without our friends at Vacation Grocery Delivery. Uh, This is a wonderful crew of former cast members Mm -hmm. that are not upcharging you on groceries Mm -hmm. like the big companies. So you can have them delivered right to your resort. Check them out. Uh, Also, Mouse Dining. Yes. You can get those hard-to-find reservations at Disney World and Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And finally, our good friends over at Touring Plans, and we will be greatly utilizing their line app all day long during the 16 Ride Challenge, which you and I are participating in. Yes, we are. This will be my first time ever doing four parks in one day. Yeah. So very excited about that. We We are not legally allowed to participate in the scavenger hunt because we have been a part of setting it up mm-hmm. so that would we, be considered we, we know the that would be considered places. cheating yes so but it's going to be a lot of fun there is still time to join mm-hmm. uh, especially the scavenger hunt and you could even join the 16 ride challenge we just cannot guarantee you a t-shirt as those orders have already been placed um and so again main street 16.com and if you are wanting to join and if you are Needing a place to stay or, you know, needing some travel stuff, you can go ahead and go to mainstmagictravel.com. Yeah. And that'll be a service completely free to you. Yes. So go it ahead is. and check that out. Yep. It doesn't even have to be just for next weekend. It can be for any travel pretty much anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. So Absolutely. definitely check that out. This is going to be, I think, a really fun episode today. 
it is going to be a controversial episode Uh-oh. today, right? So you and I uh, just sat down for quite a while before hitting record, and we went through, and we'd actually asked uh, out in the Main Street Magic community on Facebook, who are your favorite non-speaking Disney movie characters? Correct. Right? And so we came up with a list, actually, of 20, mm. and then we're going to pick our top 10 mm-hmm. and rank them. Mm-hmm. But as always, we want to lay down and a couple ours, of ground rules, as right? ours together. Ours together, yes. We went back and forth on these, and we'll talk about how we came up with yeah. some of the ideas. So this has to be from a, a full-length uh, Disney feature film. Um, so I, I know there are a lot of people that put out some some shorts with some wonderful non-speaking characters. Um, things oh, like, yeah. Things yeah, like yeah, Chip yeah. and Dale, yeah. who don't technically speak, Orange Bird. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, they are not going to be included based on the fact that we're looking at a feature length film. Right. Um, they cannot say any words at all. Right. They can make noises. They can, again, like Chip and Dale talk, but not in words. Right. You know what I mean? And again, they're not included anyway. But um, and then finally, we're not we're not always right. So oh, right. this right. is a very subjective topic. Yep. Uh, we're not saying our top 10 or the, the end all to be all. And we might even get to a point where. Somebody calls us out and goes, you know what? That character actually said hi or something. You know what I mean? So um, just to let you know that, again, we love when people play along at home. And when we post this, we want you to give us your list. Rhonda, the biggest controversy is going to come, I think, from three characters that we excluded. Mm -hmm. Right? Do you want to go over who those three are and why? Yeah. um, First, we'll... Go ahead and say Wally and Eve because they both do talk. Um, so, I mean, they I literally mean, say Wally and Eve. Yeah, but I think they do. I need to see that movie. Maybe that's the movie we can watch tonight. Finally, um, oh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> I'll just I hate, think they I'll get hate mail from that. I th- oh, yes, ahead. you will. I think they actually say more. I think Wally actually talks like i don't believe more so. i think those are the only two words that are spoken in the entire movie and this is where people right now are yelling at their uh-huh. thing. let's move on to the next one because <laughs> this one too so this one you this i up. remember yeah so this um abu from aladdin and obviously the um animated one and the reason why is because when he like gets knocked out and he's on a carpet i know he doesn't move his mouth but you hear him go Aladdin, wake up. And right. he's so cute. Yeah. But and, I know that's that what he out. said. Yeah. And if you do look it up, he does not speak full sentences, but he does speak broken mm-hmm. phrases such as that. Right. So again, we had to exclude Abu, which I hate because he would easily been in our top 10 yeah. if he did not say he's anything at all. All right. We're going to go through the 10 first that didn't make the cut. Which will then really get people being like, well, who did make the cut? <laughs> and we won't. We don't have to talk too much about these ones. But uh, again, another one that I get it uh, and I could see why this is on a many people's top 10 list would be Dopey from Snow White. Mm-hmm. He's the um, only dwarf that does yeah. not speak. And, and the only Doesn't one that does have not a have a beard, beard as well. Correct. I, I just I'll, I'll throw it out here now. I've said it before. I'm not actually a giant, giant fan of the classic classics. <gasps> um, I. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a big Seven Dwarfs fan. I'm not a Snow White fan. I apologize for me. That's why he doesn't make the list. I will tell you, he is an iconic, classic, hilarious character. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make top ten for us. Um, next is Gideon from Pinocchio. 
this is kind of falls under a lot of those same lines. That's the cat, right? Yeah. So yeah, that kind of falls under the same lines as well as Dumbo from Dumbo. Now I will give Dumbo this credit. He is the, I believe, only leading Disney character that does not talk, which is very, very impressive. Wow. Also, I know that's considered a feature length film, but I think it's like 93 minutes. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) 63 minutes, I believe, or something like that. It's just over an hour or just shy of an hour. So it is a very, very short film. Um, why don't you run through the next couple, Rhonda? Why don't you run through the next three and just, again, they're non-speaking. They're great characters. They just didn't make the list. Um, yeah. And one is Pegasus, Pegasus from Hercules, even though I love that character and, you know, the flying horse. Oh, classic um, Disney horse. He's yeah. on, he's going to be he on is. your horse lounge. Flag, yes, right? he is. Yes. Love him. Um, but you know, he just, unfortunately, didn't make the list. Um, Ed from The Lion King did not either, but he is super funny. He never speaks. Um, he makes some noises for sure. Yeah. But it's it's funny. Um, well, one of the things that you'll see when we get to our top 10 is that a lot is going to come down to uh, their participation in the movie. A yeah. lot is going to come down to their facial expressions and the way that they convey. One thing I think is so, so interesting is the way that Disney and these artists can convey so much personality without ever saying a word. And I think that's what you'll see in our top 10. Uh, Who's the next one, which is probably one of the smallest bit characters in all of our list, but I still love him. (laughs) Mochi, the kitty. Yeah. And that's Mochi, like the, um, oh, sorry, Big Hero 6. Mochi, like the... yeah, the little ice cream, little little ice cream, ice cream thing yeah. that the kids love, like that little bao bun ice yeah, cream almost. It's so good. And now that, like, <laughs> I'm just kind of realizing this, and everybody's going to yell at me, but that's hysterical because he's just a little, like, yeah, he looks round. like Mochi. Yep. yep. He looks like yeah. he's covered in, he should be covered in ice cream. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the biggest, the best part of that whole thing is the little furry baby. Yeah, I mean that that's, is funny. That's him. Uh, moving to the next one, um, we're gonna go with and again, you can y'all can just butcher me over this if you want because I have we have not seen this in a long time, and Kaylin actually wants to watch it tonight. From the original animated Milan is um, Cricky, uh, a, yeah. a wonderful character. This is one that is, displays a lot of emotion through facial expressions <laughs> and sounds, mm-hmm. and I think this could have easily made it in the top ten. We just thought there were 10 better characters. Yeah, he's a great sidekick to um, Eddie Wonderful Murphy. sidekick. Oh, and we will do like a top 10 sidekicks for sure. Okay. Right? All right, next we're going to go with Miko from Pocahontas. Yeah. A little cute raccoon. Yeah. Again, great, great character. And even um, the little hummingbird too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would actually be a good one too. Uh, Miko, our good friend Aaron, that's the name of his little kitty, mm-hmm. is Miko. So again, wonderful character, just wasn't up there. Here's two more that I think are great, just didn't make the cut. Pua from Moana. Mm-hmm. But I think because, and obviously you'll see, but I think because, you know, Pua doesn't have very much in the movie. Not a big role. Not a big role. Yeah. He's super cute, and I love him. I think the next one that I'll let you field is probably, for me, the hardest one that we had to leave off of the top 10. Yeah, and we went ahead and, and I feel like it was a little bit more me with um, Raja from Aladdin. Um, and I think that's because we couldn't do a boo because he actually talks. Yeah. There is others you'll see. and Spoiler alert. Yeah, and you know. 
Aladdin's I, not completely out what of What if it. what if we combined the animated and the live action Raja? Would it then make the top ten? If you had both of those, because I mean, again, that's represent. Some of these are represented by two different movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love, um, I, and I love all the live actions. That's that's something else we could, because you know, of course, he doesn't speak either. Right. He, I, I love, like, I do puss, love puss puss. Yeah, <laughs> tax him. I do love the Raja, and so he doesn't speak at all, but he just is like, like, yeah. And again, displays great emotion. You know what I'm thinking yeah. right now? And oh gosh, what is the name of the um. Uh, footstool dog beauty and the beast that could have been included probably in our list but again i don't know if it plays enough of a role in in the total thing so um if you guys need just a second to calm yourselves down that these aren't (laughs) in our top 10 that's perfectly okay again we want to see your top 10 list and this is all said and done this is not the end all to be all this is our subjective opinion yep let's go ahead and get into the top 10 Rhonda, start off with number 10 Top Croc yeah. from Peter Pan. And I hope people are going, yay. Um, I love TikTok Croc. Croc. He's so cool. Um, he has very obviously a big role in it. And I, yeah, he's great. He eats the TikTok. I mean, this is this is number 10. So it's obviously the most probably replaceable one. And mm-hmm. I think there are several that we excluded that could be replaced with this. But I do think this is an iconic hilarious character oh yeah and as you said plays a very big role in the movie especially when captain hook (laughs) comes to play Mm -hmm. i mean think even when you get into the peter pan's flight and that kind of final scene of tiktok croc and you know uh, captain hook doing the splits over top of him, and he's about to get eaten i think it's such a, a really really good character it's probably the maybe the least emotion showing character but I think it plays such a big role in the end all be all of what that movie is. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on to number nine. He is and also good in the live action, by the way. Oh, of course. Yes. So. Number nine. Who do we got here? We have Kevin from Up. Yeah. And every time I like hear that, I'm like, Kevin. Oh, from <laughs> I think- Home Alone. <laughs> That's what I think, too. Yeah. But um, yeah. And Kevin is a girl. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, super cute. The whole premises of the movie, pretty much, right? Besides yeah. the yeah, I mean, it's such a it's, wife and well, it's again, it's such a wonderful character that fits into all of Paradise Falls and mm-hmm. probably the greatest. I'll say meet and greet, even though it's a roam around character. The greatest character brought oh, to right. life. I yeah. feel like inside of the parks. I agree. That Kevin that walks around Animal Kingdom is incredible. Oh yeah. And just vibrant and and beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think really lends again to this movie that we aren't huge fans of, but I would watch for Kevin. Yeah, yeah. And you can't say Doug because he talks. Yeah, well, with <laughs> the voice box, so maybe you could if you took away the voice box. But yeah, all right. Number eight, I'm going to talk about because this is such a me thing, and I don't yeah. think Rhonda wanted it on the top ten, and that is Machiavelli um, from uh, Luca, the cat. How do you say his name again? It should be uh, Machiavelli. Oh, okay. I have never seen more hilarity and emotion shown through the face of a mustachioed cat <laughs> as I have in this character. Yeah. I, lo- I love Luca. I think Luca is such a just incredible movie that I did not see coming. 
It was yeah. one of those who was like, all right, we're going to watch Luca, of course. And this was during a time uh, when, you know, uh, movies really were just starting to come back into the theaters. This was not. Uh, our good friends Lucy and Caleb. That was super fun. We used to have them over for all these direct to Disney Plus movies or even the ones you had to purchase, the premiere access. And every time uh, they would come over, I would make dinner. They would bring popcorn, uh, snacks, candy, candy, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And But I would make dinner based on Yep. What the movie surrounded around. So yep. that night I made a bunch of Italian, like chicken parm, all this stuff. Oh, so good. I just remember watching this. And to me, this cat stole the show. <laughs> uh, we have some other, I think, show stealers coming up. But that mustache and the fact that he mimicked its owner so much. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. it was just, it was, it was, it, you've seen on like those memes or you've seen out on those lists, like, of owners that look like their animals or animals that look yes, like their owners. Yes. And this is a, such a great one. Yeah, just that's this, true. And the cat knew what was up. If the cat could have talked, it would have told everyone what was really going on. Yeah. Oh, I that's love that funny. character. Do you, I, you, do you, I'm sorry. Do you have much to say about it? Because I know you didn't. He's a cute little kitty. Probably want it in the top 10. No, nah, it's fine. I need a plush. Okay. I do. Even just a small one. Okay. I'd be set with that. I could fit somewhere in this office. Oh. Number seven. This is mine. We do talk about this. Bruni. Yeah. From Frozen 2. I love him. He is so stinking cute. Um, I think he is modeled after like a salamander actually. But I absolutely love him. I actually think salamanders are super cool looking. Yeah. We find them every once in a while um, around here in Florida. But not many times and when i say a salamander like a like a between a skink and a i think if i'm saying it all right but i know what i I picture i picture it in my head but he's so cute he's so fun i like his little like he moves his head and just like what displays wonderful emotion through so little in facial expression like you know sticking his tongue out to catch like snow and stuff i love that part and i think as often as they do, there's such a sentimental value for us mm-hmm. because of how much Lacey fell in love with Bruni. Yeah. And there was that toy that yep. came out to Target that nobody could find anywhere. It was the hot commodity that oh, year. Oh, yeah. And we had listeners all over the country going to Targets looking for us. Yeah. And got us one. Yes. And it was just amazing. And, and I would say, maybe not at this given moment. But I bet we were pl- close to a point where the second most character of stuff that we owned, besides Stitch and Angel, if we paired them together, was Bruni. I mean, if you think about how many Bruni items she had in her room at one time, from a light-up lamp to, to plushes to a Lego character yeah. to, again, just small little you know plastic characters that would run, just all these different things that Lacey loved so much. And he was fire and ice. Yeah. That was super cool. Which is also lacy. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And I love the sweatshirt and I still kind of want it. Um, it's just, oh, yeah. I'm not sure when I'll get it because now it's starting to warm up, thank God, in Florida. But um, it's the Bruni one in the Disney stores and at the parks and everywhere. And it's um, it says fiery on one side yeah. and then... um. An icy or ice or something on the other side, mm. but it's basically that whole fire. Yeah, and ice but it's super. Yeah, it's super cute. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on to number six, which I will say I could move up a couple spots if I had to. But who is number 
six, which I think is probably the most hilarious non-speaking Disney character on our list. So Pua didn't make it. No. But everybody's thinking right now, they know who I'm going to say. It's Hey Hey from Moana. Oh. I mean. He is, <laughs> come oh, on. Uh, that poor thing. Oh. I've, like, I've never laughed so hard. I know. He's just, it, it's, it's sad because he is not right. Yeah. I think he was maybe. He reminds me of Taco. Yes. And, and, and I think that's part of it. And to have, uh, and again, this is a character that follows throughout. It tracks throughout. Mm-hmm. It, it comes along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Not intended to. Oh, yeah. No. Nope. I mean, when you just think about this chicken, doesn't know where he is, doesn't know Isn't what's going on. Is he a rooster? On. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be a rooster. Well, a rooster. I could be a chicken. But he, she walks into the water. Oh, yeah. We don't know what it is. Pick it up, put it back in the boat, walks right back into the water. Yep. Eats a rock. Like, just boat snack. Mm-hmm. I just think that this character is so hilarious yeah. with never saying a single word. Mm-hmm. And this is. is this is one of those where I would just love to to be able to fly be a fly on the wall in like a writing room. Because mm-hmm. at some point yeah, that they were going through things and they're like, What what if we you know, what if we have this chicken? And he's just not like the other chickens, you know? <laughs> and and I'm sure people can relate to Hey Hey. I again Taco could relate to Hey Hey. Yeah. So I just, that's true. I think it's absolutely hilarious that they have this non-speaking character that can make me laugh over and over and over again every single time I watch it. Yeah, I, I agree. Rhonda, what is number five? This is going to be a, a big one for you. And I think we could go both animated and live action. And this oh, character, yeah. This character still showing up. Huge part of the movie. Oh, yeah. And we are talking about the magic carpet from Aladdin. And oh, I just love this character. I mean, first of all, I've always loved the Aladdins, both of them, but both movies, like animated and the other one, um, the live action, they're just, carpet is so amazing with Aladdin and you can even like see carpet sad and happy and again, like Jeremy has always said, like the emotion that comes from and he's friends with everybody. He's friends with the genie. He's, you know, got Aladdin and then he likes a boo. And I love like, you know, when at one point, um, well, no, that was genie. Never mind. But you know, carpet, they all hug. And I just, it, I like when genie kissed and said the monkey and said hairball. That was funny, <laughs> but no carpet is just, and he is, he is in this since ever since the cave of wonders, yeah. when he goes in the cave of wonders. And I mean, that is, very like in the very beginning and then he's in the rest so i love it yeah i mean it's an object Mm -hmm. that they gave a personality to like you said Mm -hmm. we're able to see when a carpet is happy yep or sad yep and oh when the live action sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you the live action when he's like ripped apart and like Oh, I mean, that like killed me. But I mean, I know he is in the like he's all but this one was ripped in the like ripped apart, messed up in the live action. But in the animated one, literally, he was just like a ball of yarn yeah. <laughs> where the like Raja was a kitten and started playing with. Yeah. Um. So that was 
not as like sad to me as seeing him in the live action. Yeah. I mean, he saves Aladdin. Oh, yeah. He's again such an integral part of the movie. Yeah. To me, I mean, I'm again I'm looking at our list. He is literally probably the top one in our top 10 that is in, is such a big part of the movie that you could not pull him out or replace him. No. You know, a lot of these offer in many ways um comedic relief. Yeah. Uh they're cute. Yeah. You know, go back to Bruni, go back yeah. to Hey Hey, things like that. They're they're just something you sometimes feel like to sell merchandise. Bruni makes sense in the movie, has a part. Yeah. That's a merchandise grab though. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. The movie could have been made without Bruni. You cannot mm. make Aladdin without the magic carpet. Plain True. and simple. Not even Very close. True. So I think it's just such a wonderful character and it's our only object on the entire list. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. All right. We're going to go to number four. Uh, We're going to give a big shout out to our friend Rachel. I would have liked this to be number three. We swapped it Mm -hmm. uh, because you thought this was a good spot at four and I totally get your number three. Who are we talking about? From what movie? Maximus from Tangled. He is a great character. I mean, the fact that like he takes over the guard's job. Like he yeah. goes looking for Flynn Rider. And I mean, it's in the way he and he fights with a uh what is that? Cast iron skillet? Yeah. Uh yeah, he he's he's amazing. I mean, again, this is another emotional one. The 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 emotions and I mean in the face and all. Oh, the yeah. emotions that he displays in his face, the humor that he provides the camaraderie that he eventually builds with Flynn Rider yep. over this time yep. is just unbelievable in a character like that. I, I just, I don't, I can't think of any other movies outside of Disney that are able to convey in such a way yeah. a lovable character that never says a word. Yeah. Like Maximus, I've got a, I've got a plush Maximus somewhere. It's probably up in our- He's up our, in the attic. Ba- is it? Cause I would like yep. to get him back out. I think Maximus is- one of yeah i mean we're you know most of these obviously are going to revolve around animals because animals aren't going to talk anyway so it makes completely sense other than the magic carpet this is just a man maximus i don't know what else to say about him i love the part where (laughs) so he catches flynn and then rapunzel is like Please don't eat him. Today's yeah. and then she's like explaining everything. And then she's like, and today's my birthday. And he looks in his face. And then she turns around and they both like punch each other. Yeah. Like he's sitting like a dog yeah. too. Like he's amazing. And then like they like he punches him with his hoof in the stomach. Like it's just it's hysterical. The one thing that all of these do so well is convey those human oh, 100%. emotions and, and everything 100%. down to that part. And I'm not even just talking about the faces. And then uh, the part where when he saves him mm-hmm. and he's like, did you do this? And he starts to get like Flynn starts to get emotional. And the way Maximus looks, he's like, you're right. We should go. Yeah. And yeah. then they go run off, you know. Yeah. So it, it, I just think it's so cool so that cool. you can watch a character that they could so cool. basically just turn into a human at any moment. Yeah. You know, you like you feel like there's a human inside of this character that shows all of this type of stuff. And it's just it's just so cool to see. Well, speaking uh, of humans. Yeah. Well, we do, actually, three. this is our only human on the entire yeah. uh, list, isn't it? OK, that's actually pretty crazy. I didn't even think of that. So, well, Dopey was a human. 
Oh, that's true. Why am I in the top 10? Top um, 10. You put this at number three. I would have put Maximus at number three, and I would have put this character at number four, but I think they mm. work where they are. Uh, so who is number three? Probably your all-time favorite. One of your all-time favorite so. characters in general, right? And this yes. is from the oh, this is absolutely. from the animated movie. This is not from any of the later um, animated, more direct DVD movies where right. this character does have speaking roles. And if everybody is not guessed yet, it <laughs> is Tinkerbell from Peter Pan, and oh, uh, I just I love her in every movie. Everyone, every, every animated, I love her in the live action. Oh, I, I just, I love her. And I love that in Peter Pan. Yeah, she she will talk in the animated one, but you just hear the ringing of the bell. You mm-hmm. don't hear her. She's talking and it's nothing um which you know of course i always found sad until she we they moved on to i believe it was the live action one first where i don't think she talked until she got big um now i need to watch that again but a lot of stuff to watch. we do but um i just she's you know she's one of my favorites she's amazing I mean, it's it's hard to get more snarkiness out of any character that never oh, technically yeah. speaks yeah. the way that Tinkerbell is able to convey that, mm-hmm. which I think is just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I'm not a huge like I mean, I'm not a big uh, Peter Pan, the movie fan. I really enjoyed all of the directed DVD type Peter of Pan, uh, I mean, Tinker, Tinkerbell movies, yeah. which again, don't count because she talks in those oh yeah but i always enjoyed growing you know growing or the girls growing up and every yeah. time one would come out we would go get it oh, and i do think it's a wonderful wonderful character and again i've never seen so much attitude well maybe i have but she just displays so much attitude without ever technically saying a word yeah yeah and and, and i love how far she was taking yeah taken from not saying a word oh yeah like I mean, Maximus was it well, and I mean they did a tangled cartoon, and right, you know they didn't do a magic carpet or a hey hey or a Bruni yet, and I don't know I would, if they I would watch will. a hey hey, <laughs> I would watch a hey hey series series would literally you? just be like it'd be like shorts, just yeah. be a minute of him just being hey hey. But seriously, with Tinkerbell, like out of everybody, she has gone the farthest, biggest character on the list. Yep. By leaps and bounds. Yep. Huge. That is a great, great point. So maybe she should be number one. No, little um little disappointment here, guys. We don't have a number two. Because we could not collectively decide on a number one. Mm-hmm. I had my number one. Rhonda had her number one. Uh right now, do we have any do we have a coin around that we can flip to say who gets to go first? I don't think we technically do. No. I'm searching for one. Let me find something I think flip. Because He's actually there, and you don't have, okay. like, because he's there, he should be first. Oh, no, man. We're going to Because you something. don't have, no, I can't believe you don't have something. I do. I have tons of stuff all over. Okay, I've got a, um, I've got a, oh my goodness. I'm celebrating button, okay? Here's what we're going to do. All right, the, the I'm celebrating side is heads, and then the back side with the pin is tails. You're going to call it in the air, heads or tails, and then if whoever wins gets to go first, okay? Oh, okay. Ready? Call it in the air, okay? Ready? Go. Heads. 
heads. So yours is technically number one. So then mine, Woo! that's question number two. Um, you're completely <laughs> and I said he's right there. I know. Uh, so number number two is uh, Pascal from Tangled. I, I just was, I, that's where I stopped myself when I was saying I've never seen he's so right much there, like though. snarkiness and like attitude displayed in one character as Tinkerbell. Pascal's got it, man. Like when I, I, I get, this is, Pascal is so much hilarity and emotion and anger and happiness and everything in his face and he will not leave you know rapunzel's side especially when you think of the the scenes of him waking up flynn rider with his tongue <laughs> and him being in the dress is mm-hmm. probably one of my favorites ever uh yeah we have a this awesome um from festival of the arts of him holding a paintbrush in different colors you know just like he is that ride or die <laughs> yeah. for rapunzel and well, when she goes out of the, I love the part when she gets out of the um, tower for the first time and her hair and he ties a tiny piece yeah. of hair around him and he's like, all right, here we go. Or, when, or even with that. the crown. And she's like, you know, trying it. Like, what does it do? She's like, is this like an arm bracelet? And he's like, uh uh-uh. uh. Is it a this? Uh uh-uh. uh. Is it a this? Uh uh-uh. uh. She puts it on her head and he goes, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, it's just, it's in that mean look. He punches his fists. Yep. In his hand at yep. Flynn Rider. Yep. This tiny, tiny little chameleon is just. No, I wanted the a chameleon best. after this. Did you? <laughs> yeah, remember we went we've and got looked enough, at. I know, we've got enough animals. But remember we looked and they are, they're expensive, but they're also very um, finicky or slash yeah. they could die because you can't take it's them much, out. I mean, you can't. It's, it's much a, better we have two rats uh-huh, now. Uh-huh, so, yeah. so what, I mean, you know, do you think that these are interchangeable? Yeah, I absolutely ways. do. And mine is Sven from yeah. Frozen 1 and 2. It's because, I mean, first of all, he, it, I mean, he and Kristoff grow up together. Mm-hmm. And second, Kristoff talks for him and his facial features and the way he looks, he doesn't have to speak a word. You know all the words. Yeah. Because it's it's incredible. And I just love that on, on, and I love that he's in both of them and he has such a giant role in both of them. You take him out of frozen one and two and frozen one and two doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he also is just, I don't know. I love him. I I, I bought in two little sleeping spins for oh, we have my lots of, little friends and yeah. I'm kind of thinking I might need one myself now. We, we have a lot of spin stuff too. You know, I think he embodies that person animal relationship better than like any other character I can really think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you, if you're an absolute animal lover, you got dogs, you got cats. Come on. You've spoken for them. You've oh, been, yeah. you, you've been in a room. I love Cody down the street he, he, he has, has voices for different ev- animals even it's our amazing. animals even ours. it's amazing it's hilarious yeah but that's the thing i mean who hasn't talked to their animals and imagine them talking back Absolutely. and here when Kristoff actually pulls it off and he's given Sven this personality and they're yep. back to forth back and forth is amazing i mean he basically needs Sven's help to propose to anna oh yeah i love it but but Sven technically has no part even though he has the biggest part you know, Christoph is speaking for him, 
But Sven is so important and integral to pulling this off and pulling everything off that they do without ever saying a word or really know what's going on. He just plays along. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's he's a puppy. Exactly. And I was just going to say that you just said that we talk for our animals and stuff, but we have animals that like if if I, before we got married, I mean, I didn't have Rex before you moved down here, but I got Rex for you so that basically like when we got married then you like he was our ring bearer yeah he was because that's how much he meant to me and like you have to go along so like him helping propose like he's like look we're in this together this is not just me (laughs) and i absolutely love it all right, Sven's, Sven's number one, Pascal's number two. You convinced <laughs> me. You sold me on it. All right. Like, you, did, you did really, really good. Uh, this was so much fun. I, you know, we, we love these types of episodes. Uh, we have some other cool ones that are coming up that are these kind of these breaking down different characters or, you know, things like that. I definitely think a sidekick one is on there. That'd be fun. And then I, <laughs> I feel like we should almost crawl. We should probably wait a while for that because I feel like Sven and Pascal would be pretty much up there. So yeah. we'll have to look at the sidekick style. But you can get sidekicks that have speaking roles. Yep. So that might over might, might uh, overtake some of these. So we'll see how that is. But okay. again, you know, uh, we would love to hear your top ten. Please come up with your top ten. Uh, you don't have to use the list of twenty. That we came up with. There may be some others yeah, that we forgot, absolutely. as we said. Um, and of course, our top 10 is not the definitive top 10 of all time, although it's pretty dang good, I will say. <laughs> so, <laughs> or just list your fo- top five, whatever you want. But you can do that out on social media. Uh, you can follow us at Main ST Magic on all the different channels. And of course, the Main Street Magic community out on Facebook. Please do check out MainStreet16.com. Give Kids the World Village is such an incredible charity. We are so glad to be able to give them anything we possibly can. Um, Just again, it is going to be it is going to be a fun weekend, but it's going to be so emotional uh, knowing that we are hopefully helping out, you know, some families and, and stuff like that. And that is the number one goal. You know, yep. number one goal is to help out give kids the world. Number two is to have some fun. Yep. And I'm pretty sure we're going to do absolutely yep. both. If you uh, do want to follow along because you cannot participate and be there, you can, of course, go to wonderlandcrew.com. Uh, we have our work set out for us as far as live streams go that oh weekend. Oh, my goodness. We That's do. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, finally, if you're out there, hit subscribe. Brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And we would absolutely love and be so thankful if you leave us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.